Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Mary's been in touch on 0861239595. She's WhatsApped us to say, could you mention that uh, people pulling up members of staff for not wearing masks? Uh, Mary, who's the owner of a business, had a member of staff verbally abused. Did the government not request people to reserve judgment on people who can't wear masks for whatever reasons? So what you make of that? Is that something that you have noticed? Uh, has it switched completely from the point that people were seen as odd if they did wear masks now to being seen as not adhering to the guidelines uh, if they don't even though as Mary says there may be very good uh, reasons um, for that Um, and uh, another um, uh, WhatsApp has come in to say good morning Joe Uh, really enjoying the show let's be fair now this morning I guarantee you there's a lot of publicans who would have fainted this morning if they had been allowed to open Uh, they're better off um, now than ever they were there's more to life than going back to the pub, says this listener. Really? Are publicans really better off than they were? You know, for a lot of them, there are economic difficulties and also it's a way of life for them. You know, people don't necessarily want to have nothing to look forward to work-wise in any given week and uh, they have now been dealing with that for six months. Um, the Irish Sun then, uh, their um, story on the front page is Fury as covid as they call them, throng Killarney and you've probably seen a lot of this uh, video on social media. The crowds of young revellers who gathered on Killarney's main street on Saturday have been blasted for breaching public health rules. The mayor of Killarney, Brendan Cronin, said it was disgraceful and reprehensible and called for a public apology from those involved. Uh, And it is interesting the uh, way that uh, broadcasters look at this on television um, and then uh, what's on social media because obviously you can go on social media and see a lot of this um, video material from what went on in Killarney and there's no effort at all to blur out the people involved but uh, when I saw it on the RT News last night they had done just that. They blurred out the faces of uh, the people involved in it. Um, The Irish Times then is saying about the Taoiseach uh, wanting concerts to resume. And the Arts Minister is going to look at if banning alcohol from events would enable the easing of restrictions. But as you heard on Live 95 News uh, this morning, uh, people within the industry are making the point that uh, what's taken at the bar is often the difference between being able to pay everybody, the employees and the artists, or not, and that they would have to look at uh, how they could compensate for that if they were allowed to open, but the bar wasn't. The idea about that, of course, goes back to this whole debate we've been having that Social distancing has a tendency to uh, break down uh, when uh, alcohol gets involved. Um, And uh, the Irish Daily Mail is saying this morning, work longer for pensions. The birth rate falls to its lowest level ever in Ireland. So who will fund our retirement as the years pass? And that's an interesting one because you might remember that uh, Fianna Fáil during the general election campaign were arguing against increasing uh, the um, pension age uh, to uh, 68, which was 67, which was due to um, happen. Um, but um, it now looks as though it won't or will it or, you know, there's all that extra pressure now, of course, on uh, the public finances with COVID as well. And then the Limerick leader says facelift at Canal Bank site is approved. A restaurant expansion will see rooftop garden and new 
new cafe. A local businessman has moved a step closer to regenerating one of the city's uh, most notable eyesores, says uh, Fintan Walsh in the Limerick Leader, after the council gave its stamp of approval for a new high-quality restaurant and rooftop garden along the Canal Bank. And there is a photograph of the Taoiseach, uh, Michal Martin, and the Taunashta, Leo Varadkar, who were in Limerick late last week uh, for that announcement of 400 new jobs at the Regeneron facility in Raheen, um, which uh, obviously we covered here on uh, Live 95 News and on the Limerick Today show. And there's no doubt that that was a welcome boost in the context of so many people either temporarily or permanently being out of work and uh, facing a lot of economic uncertainty in Limerick across the region and the country over the next few months as autumn and winter draws in. Now, we want to talk about pets not being allowed into the majority of public venues. But would you be okay with seeing dogs in cafes, hotels or even restaurants? A lot of people will treat their dog very much like one of the family and might like the option to do that. Well, joining me on the show to talk about it this morning is Stephen O'Connor of the Strand Hotel in uh, Limerick City Centre. He's the manager there. And Dalton Green, who's owner of Rift Coffee Cafe in Limerick. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you very much, both of you, for uh, coming on. Um, Morning, Joe. S- Steve, Stephen, Morning, Joe. Um, what do you think of this? Do you know... Um, Currently in, in the strands, uh, we only allow assistant dogs and, and guide dogs. But the, the more that's coming out in the news and the more I'm reading about it, we are reviewing our policy uh, at the moment. Because I, I've read recently that, you know, we've won the highest uh, number of households in Europe. I think it's over 60% of people have a pet. And as you said there, you know, people regard dogs as part of the family. But I suppose specific to the Strand Hotel, and one of the reasons I suppose we don't take dogs outside of guide, guide dogs, say, is I'm not even sure our, our hotel is the right fit, you know. Uh, we're a city centre location, uh, we're beside busy roads, you know. And when I look at hotels that have a, a dog-friendly uh, policy, they're generally, not always, but they're generally, there's no space around the hotel to run around. And, you know, when I'm considering it, you know, I have to give consideration to say, you know, a lot of different reasons, you know. Um, you have to give consideration to other guests, you know. People have uh, allergies to, to dogs. You know, not everybody, and, you know, at the risk of offending a lot of pet lovers, you know, not everybody uh, is comfortable around dogs. You know, some people are afraid of, of dogs. And we welcome a lot of families to the Strand, especially in the last few months with a lot of people going on staycation. And a lot of children are in the hotel, so a lot of children can be a little bit afraid of dogs, you know. Um, specifically, again, to the Strand, um, our rooms are generally accessed by lifts. So that's not ideal for, for dogs. And and as well, I've, I've given consideration to Joe that, um, you know, dogs can get stressed in sort of unfamiliar surroundings. I'm a dog lover myself. I grew up on a farm, so I'm, I'm well used to dogs. And dogs can get stressed in unfamiliar surroundings, you know, and dogs can bark. So it's, a hotel isn't always the, the ideal environment for a dog, you know. There's a lot of, you know, people yeah, that I, have I very... Mean, and you've made, you know, some very interesting points there and probably a strong argument for your current policy of not allowing mm. dogs. So why are you reviewing it? As I said, Joe, because um, there's such a movement towards... Um, People, you know, bringing their dogs on holidays, and you know, we have to be looking at every bit of business at the moment, Joe, because you know, there, there's, you know, times are tough. 
So we have reviewing it. I'm not saying we're going to fully, uh, you know, change our policy. But as I said, I, I was shocked at some of the figures I'm looking at. You know, over 60% of households have a, a dog or a cat, you know. So it's something that I'd be, I'd be foolish not to consider, but I'd probably at the moment be uh, sort of uh, against probably dogs. And it's, as I said, it's probably specific to the strand and the type of hotel we are. I, I think, so. if we were a country hotel with loads of space, I'd probably be more inclined, you know, to um, to let dogs in. But even when I look at different hotels that do, again, that do allow dogs, you know, they have a lot of rules and regulations around it, you know, and a lot of them say we, we welcome well-behaved dogs and vaccinated dogs and certain sizes and certain breeds, etc. And a, a very reputable, very nice five-star hotel actually takes a deposit of 500 euro, you know, for dogs. So, Listen, as I said, I'm certainly not fully against it. We're looking at our policy, but there's a lot of considerations uh, that we have to take into account when we're looking at our, our policy, you know. Right, we're chatting to Stephen O'Connor, who's manager of the Strand Hotel in Limerick City Centre, and Dalton Green is also with us, owner of Rift Coffee Cafe. Um, Dalton, uh, years ago, well before COVID, uh, I remember being in a restaurant in Lille in France, and you're getting quite a shock when looking across at me from another table was a dog sitting up at the table in question. But of course, yeah. it's quite normal in France, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, France would be probably the most dog-friendly uh, country in Europe anyway, for sure. Um, so we'd be quite used to dogs uh, being part of the fabric of, of restaurants and, and daily life in, in France. And from your perspective, then, how do you approach it in uh, your cafe? So yeah, we're we're dog friendly. Um, we welcome all dogs into the shop. Again, we have stipulations where we say, you know, if someone is to email or message me, I'd say, you know, as long as the dog is well behaved, we're delighted to welcome the dog. But generally speaking, I think dog owners kind of know how their dogs going to react in an environment like this indoors. And they use their own kind of judgment to say, look, it'd be more stressful for the dog owners if the, the dog was under duress in, inside. So my experience is, and I'm coming from being a dog owner as well, and, you know, we've quite a large dog. It's a Greyhound Saluki, and there's a lot of misconceptions about certain dogs as well. And um, We live in the city centre in a very small townhouse, um, you know, curry place. And a lot of people think that you can't have big dogs in the city or in a small house, but our dog sleeps about 12 hours a day. Um, he's sleeping right next to me now. So there's there's a lot of kind of uh, misconceptions with the idea with the dogs in certain spaces because I guess we're not used to it here. And do you think that it's because you're a dog owner that you have been open to this maybe for longer than some when it comes to your business? Um, definitely. It'd be hard to say that that wouldn't be the case, but I had opened the business before we got our dog and I was reluctant to, to get a dog, even though I've wanted one my whole life. We grew up, um, with dogs in our family, but again, I also believed I couldn't have a dog, especially a big dog in the city center. It wouldn't be fair to the dog, but then with friends who have similar, you know, medium to large sized dogs that they thrive, um, and they can thrive in the city. So I definitely had, um, a bit of a, a bias towards wanting dogs to be able to live and kind of be around the city and be part of the fabric. But at the same time, I always found it strange that people, you know, they're part of the family and you'd have to leave part of your family at home. And I didn't really want that for my own business. I wanted people to feel comfortable 
And now from being a dog owner, that I can see how difficult it is to, to make plans to go away. And especially now with the vacation, it takes a lot of organisation to figure out where, where can we go, where will it be comfortable. You know, we also want to go to certain places that, you know, where the food is great or we want to stay in a certain place. But again, yeah, there'll be a lot of limiting factors with that. So we don't we want to, to make sure that we make it as easy as possible for people to have their, their pets with them at all times and enjoy the space. And generally speaking, you know, dogs are more behaved than a lot of the humans. So, <laughs> and, and Dalton, have you ever had any problems with a dog in Rift? Um, no, not, not not to date. Um, the only thing is, if a dog is already inside, another dog walks through. You know, generally they start barking, but that's generally because they just want to get close to each other. Um, there's been no real incidences in the shop so far. Um, only positive ones and but you know to be fair we know all our customers by name and we know all our dog customers as well by name so it's much easier now for 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 dogs to be in the shop but I think only on one occasion there was a a gentleman who was about to walk into the shop and he saw my dog with me and without any communication just turned around and walked away so you know those situations are also the drawback as well and sometimes you don't get a chance to open dialogue or people are just uncomfortable which isn't which isn't the aim either. You know, we want everyone to feel comfortable. But at the end of the day, some people have their own reasons or they're scared of dogs, they have allergies, we don't know. Right. So yeah. uh, We're chatting to Dalton Green, who's the owner of Rift Coffee Cafe in Limerick, and Stephen O'Connor, who is uh, the manager of the Strand Hotel in Limerick City Centre. Uh, Rift allowed dogs um, at the moment outside of assistance dogs, as Stephen explained. Uh, the Strand don't, but they are looking at it. So Dalton, on balance then, do you think you have won more business or lost more business by being dog friendly? Um, I think I've uh, won more business considerably. Um, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of people are coming in now because uh, word has spread, and they just people have options. If they're out walking their dog, they can they know they can just kind of come in if they're on their own, especially. So the problem would be if a place is not dog friendly. Generally, you'll have to have someone hold your dog outside while you order, um, whereas that's not always possible. You know, say the dog owners, ones at work, ones at home taking care of the dog, want to go grab a coffee while you're on your walk. It's very easy just to pop in, order a coffee or a bite to eat and then head away. Um, you know, so make, I, in my opinion, I think we've we've gained a lot of business from this. Right. And Stephen, I mean, that's the question for you, isn't it? Would you gain business or lose business at the Strand by being more dog friendly? I, I think, yeah, absolutely. I think there's a market for it and more and more hotels are uh, c- coming up with a, a dog-friendly policy. So I'd say, yeah, absolutely, there is a market. Again, Joe, it's it's about me considering is the strand the right fit for, for dogs? Is it the right environment? I'm not sure it is, but we're definitely, as I said, we are definitely giving it consideration. And more and more, uh, listen, uh, people are looking for, for uh, as, as Dalton said there, they don't want to leave part of their family uh, behind them so it is something and maybe uh, down the line we look at maybe certain sizes of dogs and and so on you know maybe smaller dogs so yeah as, as I said it's just the right fit and I want it to be the right environment for a dog as well because as I said you don't want you want your dogs to, to be nice and relaxed and in, in the right environment as well you know so right. we'd like to hear from you you can WhatsApp us on 086 123 95 95 that's the text number as well do you think this is a good idea or not uh, now uh, Stephen and uh, Dalton both of you looking at the 1st of September obviously tomorrow at the end of the summer season you know the, the maybe another few weeks of what might be traditionally 
the, the peak season, but not really because people are back to routine and schools and you're not getting the foreign business in. So all of that is, is the case. Um, and obviously you have to think as carefully as you can and come up with as many innovations as you can over the next few months. And I mean, I know, Stephen, for example, you guys have looked at trying to um, accommodate students, haven't you? Absolutely, yeah. We saw that there might be an opportunity, you know, because a lot of colleges, they don't have, say, uh, students full-time on campus, that they're only coming for blocks of a week or a month. We thought that there would be an opportunity. And listen, I don't mind saying, Joe, you know, we're, we're, we're certainly not going to be anywhere near the occupancy levels we would have been previously. So we saw an opportunity there. We saw an opportunity maybe to help students. So we've had a really good reaction to it, you know. Um, so um, hopefully, you know, that we will be able to, to welcome some students and be able to help them out because they're quite possibly, if they're only there for a, a block in college of a, a week or a month, that they're not going to take a lease on a property for the nine months as they traditionally would have. So, yeah, as I said, if we can be of, of help and uh, we saw an opportunity there. But, you know, Joe, we have to look at all these different things. We're in a, a definitely a new reality, you know. All the other normal sources of business, all our overseas business, all of that has stopped for the, the moment. So, yeah, we have to be a bit creative about uh, trying to get some, some uh, people into our hotel, you know. Yeah, I, and I mean, Dalton, obviously we heard about the Regeneron uh, jobs. Now They're obviously in Raheen, but they're welcome. The extra jobs uh, coming on stream there. Um, uh, and we've uh, heard also about progress on Project Opera in the city centre. But how are you feeling about the autumn and winter to come at Rift? Um, it's, been a, it's been a tricky time. And we also opened actually new business right at, um, adjacent to Rift Coffee, number 29, um, it's called the Larder. As we opened mid-pandemic, we were in renovation works for for months previous, and then just as we we're nearing completion, pandemic hit. So it's been a very strange time. Um, so we're we're trying our best to get back to normal. We we went back to our regular opening and closing hours this week to see how many of the offices and the schools uh, will be back. See if our regular customers are going to be back in full swing or not. But it's you know, this time of year, going into September to December, you know, this will be a real decider for the business, I feel, because we're, our main client base is the office workers and uh, the school runs. So if the offices are still not operating at full capacity and there's still split shifts or only people working two to three days a week, it's going to be a real kind of test of the effect it's going to have on our business. So, yes, it's a tricky time. It really is, Stephen, isn't it? You know, it's a very, it's a huge worry for people because we haven't faced winter with COVID yet, and we almost forget that because spring felt like a long winter. But as it happens, the weather was better, and then clearly yeah. we had a bit more movement across uh, the summer. But now cases rising, and then you know, real worry about um, the economy. Yeah, um, you know, I think everybody would would say that the weather uh, certainly helped a lot of people through. Uh, the lockdown there, you know, we had such lovely weather and people could get out for a walk, you know, in what was, you know, a really uh, difficult time for everybody. But yeah, it's it's going to be a really, really tough uh, few months ahead. You know, uh, we haven't even say, you know, Christmas would always, December would always be a very busy month for us, uh, Joe, and we generally have launched our, our Christmas brochure for Christmas parties around this time yeah. of year, you know. Yeah, but you people can't be going back to work. And we can't, no, absolutely. Um, so it's, it, I think it's the uncertainty. Is, well, is I mean, the I mean a perfect example because we talk about this all, all every time in the year in the run up to Christmas, Stephen. Since you mentioned it, is that you know, work Christmas events, even if they're held in places like the Strand, 
are seen from a legal perspective as an extension of work. Mm-hmm. So for that reason alone, a lot of businesses are going to be going, jeepers, you know, what are we going to do here? Yeah, absolutely. People, uh, a lot of companies would be very hesitant to, I suppose, bring their employees together, you know, uh, in, in that sort of setting. You know, it, as I said, Joe, it, it's very hard to call at the moment. It's, you know, it's all dependent on, you know, how the, the virus is, is transmitting. And listen, everybody, you know, we want everybody to be safe and, and public health is obviously everybody leading the strands priority. But it is very difficult to plan. It's very difficult to plan ahead. You know, we've had a, a reasonable summer. Thankfully, people, you know, put on the green jersey. They went on staycation and we were delighted to welcome more vacationers than ever at the Strand and you know uh, it was lovely to welcome people to, to Limerick as well but it is the uncertainty of the next few months it's going to be it's, it's very very tough and it's very tough on publicans as well you know yeah. so it's yeah it's going to be a tough few months yeah. and we won't even get into the fact that UK airports are trying to snatch the Aer Lingus connectivity from uh, Shannon to the US which would just be a nightmare scenario sure, for yeah. the Limerick region if that were to happen but we keep the fingers crossed on that as well well listen thank you very much uh, for all of that Stephen O'Connor who's manager of the Strand Hotel in Limerick City Centre and Dalton Green owner of Rift Coffee Cafe would you like to see dogs in hotels and restaurants much more frequently. Let us know. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.